I'll, I'll start it off. Okay. <laughs> Take a seat, Jack. So, welcome back to the Sausage Sizzle. So, today, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I suppose. My name's Zay Higgins, <laughs> uh, known also as Shiggins. And why is it that you're sitting here with us right now? Uh, as in, like, why well, I'm on the podcast? Well, there's two sides. There's why, you know, you're here, and then there's why you're here. Okay, while I'm here, um, if you really want to know, we can take it back to like how I suppose we all met. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. I was I was DJing a club event for Hammersley Kareen. Um, great club, great club. Uh, good people there. So, yeah, basically a guy, his name was Taj, came up to me at Hammersley Kareen Football Club. He comes up to me and he's like, oh, hey, man, like, what do you do? You got Instagram? I showed him Instagram. I showed him Barmy Events. Same question. What do you do? Uh, and then he goes, oh, if you like need a videographer, like I do a bit like myself. And I said, oh, actually, are you free? Uh, and then so he's like, well, I'm not free. I think it was the 23rd of July last year. He's like, but I've got some mates. Hit these guys up. They're good. Tig. Oh, Tig. Tig. Oh, not so, yeah, Tig. We, we go back with Tig too, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tig. I called you Tig. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, he hit me up. He said, would you be keen to film this? And then gave me your Instagram. And then we met at the Breakwater. The Breakwater. The Breakwater, which is actually where I pulled that sickie with the doctor. Oh. Yeah. yeah used well, to we didn't there. hear about that. Yeah, so off air, I just asked him, uh, I asked Zaid what his most recent doctor's appointment was about. <laughs> and you started telling a story. Yeah, well, I mean, my most recent doctor's appointment, because uh, I don't... They're a bit of a waste of time, the GP, aren't they? Like, you pay 70 bucks, 10 minutes. Yeah, just and they tell give you, you they right. give you a rough estimate. Mm. And then you're like, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Thanks. Um, but so, yeah, I was working at the breakwater and um, I didn't want to work the weekend. I think my mates planned we'll go to the driving range or something. Nice. And I was like, I need a few days off work. How am I going to do this? And at the time, if you thought you had COVID, you were advised, do not go into the doctor's office. Mm. All right, no dramas. So you call up, make an appointment over the phone to say, hey, I've got this symptom, this symptom, feeling a bit crook in the guts, really tired, like a bit of a fever. Um, uh, yep, no worries. You working? Oh, I can't really work right now. Here's a doctor's note. Didn't even have to leave the lounge room. That's sick. Yeah, and also the back then... You could actually fake a COVID test and get paid like 800 bucks. Oh, bro. Crazy. It was that's that's like illegal. That's fraud. So. I didn't do it. I'm not saying oh, okay. I did it. Okay. Just saying I'm Just saying like you could do that back then. But the government the probably paid out hundreds of thousands in fake COVID yeah. payments. Fuel prices were so cheap then as well. Nobody was going anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. I remember I used to work during lockdown and um, fuel used to be like, Five cents. What? I was like, this is nice. Five cents. Wait, no, that's <laughs> really bad. 0.5. It was like 0.5. A dollar and five. A dollar and five cents. Uh, nah, 0.5. 50. 50 cents. No. 50 yeah, 0. cents. 0.5 is 50 is cents. And 0.5 cents is half a cent. It was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheap, dog. Oh, shit. It was cheap, dog. I'm terrible with math. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible at reading fuel prices too. <laughs> Basically, I used to spe- like pay like 
thirty dollars to get a full tank. Thirty dollars to get a full tank. Wasn't like it? Like thirty, forty. It's like fifty, sixty so like now. Forty liters. Thirty liters. I'm not too sure. How many liters are we talking? <laughs> we, I don't we established know. The tank, the moped tank. Car tank. No, it's a car tank. Car tank. Definitely car a car tank. tank. What's a car? A, it's a Mitsubishi Outlander. We've had some. Quite, we've had many stories. The sizzle car. We've had many stories in this car. I don't really know anything about cars, so I don't know why I I'm asked. terrible at cars. <laughs> I'm so bad at cars. It's the sizzle car, because George is the only one who's got a car. So, Barmy event, you you used to run that with someone else, with a partner? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Barmy event started, uh, it was Cal Edwards and myself, Smiley, shout out, my guy, still shout my guy. Out, Smiley. I'll cut Such that out, legend. no shout out. <laughs> no no shout promos. outs, no free promos. <laughs> Fair the? enough, okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, so I started with Smiley, uh, and then... It was January this year, he decided that he was going to focus more on his music and he went mm. full-time, uh, being an audio engineer at Crown. So he's getting all like rigging tickets and stuff for like massive live events, um, which is pretty hectic. He works pretty pretty wild shifts. I can never catch up with him anymore, um, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So it's, it's a sad loss, but he's thriving. Barmy will thrive and we'll probably we'll reconnect mm. I think so it's temporary it's, if it's meant to be you know it will happen I feel like even if he doesn't jump on it then maybe that could be the best you know it's your full creativity now yeah yeah 100% I don't necessarily I still like hit him up constantly about 100%. events I'm always like talking to him he's just like he just can't commit the time. He can't take the weekends off. Yeah, 100%. Because um, obviously working in events like he is, uh, weekends are the busy periods. Um, but yeah, he's like really focusing on his creativity at the moment and his, his music and he's like putting out some really sick stuff. So What sort of music is it? Uh, oh, it's like the grooviest sort of like oh, funk house. Yeah, he's a, a he's a groovy mm. cat. He is a groovy guy. He's very groovy. Yeah, he's been like, we've been talking about releasing music for... Uh, month. The moment I saw him on stage, I don't think I met him properly he before had the so event. So much energy. Like he, I knew straight away. Both of he you guys smiling. have a lot of energy on stage. It's like <sighs> yin and yang, like just DJing together. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, we are well overdue for a back to back. Yeah. That was yeah. That was the first event you guys did for us, the pop up event. Yeah. yeah. Barmy nights. What an Up event. in Geraldton. Oh, that was the first time I experienced Geraldton as well. Great yeah. place. Insane. Cool place. Yeah. Absolutely. We love Geraldton. Shout out Geraldton. Shout out actually, Geraldton. Because absolutely. Geraldton gets shat on a lot. A lot. <sighs> a lot. Mm. So that's many people in Perth. Hometown. Yeah, no, that's that's I was born and raised, Gero. Mm. Still love to go back. I went back for a month about well, over that so lane where mm. you guys came up for the beginning of that. I stayed for like a month afterwards. Nice. Um yeah, it's good to be back. See all the mm. see all the friends, played a few games of football. Um yeah. Yeah. Stop shooting on Jero, everyone, man. Jero's a beautiful <laughs> exactly. place. Dude, it's where Barmy Events was born. Yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, I suppose. I suppose it was. The first you, event was in Jero. Do you reckon you want to come to the point where you can make, like, the most Don's event ever and make people go to Geraldton for it? 100%. That is, yeah, that's the goal. So, mm. at some like a point... redemption story for Geraldton. Like, we do, like, an <laughs> event once every two months, say in Jero, um, and then we'll probably go like get some DJs playing in town um, in between those times, try to keep like the place happening because mm. there is no nightclub. Like mm. there's a select few pubs open to a 12. We've just got one that started opening up to 1am 
and mm. the party scene is is coming back. Mm. Jerry's taken a long time to crawl out of COVID. Mm. The nightclub shut down, everything shut down. And so actually getting pubs to be open and to allow hundreds of people in and like taking that risk again. It's crazy. Mm. It, yeah, it was hectic. In a place so far away too, you'd think it'd be easier to kind of start lifting those rules and stuff? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think it was because there wasn't, I don't know if the nightclub was making enough money, to be honest, mm. like to so, open yeah. back up. Although true, if there was if there was one like hot spot, that'd probably wipe out the entire population of Geraldton. If like one person got COVID. One person got it, gave it to like six others. That's what, 50% <laughs> of the population. Yeah, got. it took a while to get to uh, Gero. Mm. Cobra did. Gero it's crazy how it just yeah. travelled that far as well. Yeah, I mean China to Australia. Yeah. That's that's wild to go from Perth to Gero. But like Gero, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, from <laughs> Perth to Gerald. And this is the this is the problem with actually people from this like from Perth in particular. They think Jero is so far away. Yeah. That's three hundred and fifty kilometers, man. Dude, it just feels far because people are like different there. People don't drive. People's attention span. Oh, yeah. People they don't just... drive for long times from the city. If you're going anywhere for a long time from the city, like people will fly. It's the it's the whole the way people are, it's kinda like it feels like a family reunion whenever we're at one of your Geraldton events. And it feels like we're we're like the new boyfriends that have been invited, and you just but everyone knows each other. Everyone knows like, each other. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> so it makes it feel further away than it is. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Because even I grew up in Albany, and it didn't really feel like that. Like it still had the everyone knows everyone thing. But I don't know to a less extent. It's like people will probably know you, but they won't say they know you. Did that make any sense? <laughs> so people will know you, but like so like they're just not friendly in Albany. Well, is that what you're saying? It's still Albany people aren't friendly? <laughs> no, it's like, say you go to the bar at one of your events in Geraldton to order a drink. They'll be like, oh, how are you going? I haven't seen you since what and whatever. Yeah. And Albany would be like, oh, hey, can I get a beer? Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so right. It's, Frosty. Less, it's not like a family reunion. It's yeah, like it's a, a, a colleague, it's like a funeral, acquaintance. And you've got to see all like the family that you don't actually really like just shitting on Albany right now <laughs> the, yeah. the, the crazy thing is I left when I was like 14 I barely remember it at all and I, I was born there until I was 14 and I dude I'd that's had, like a trauma I, thing maybe that's yeah. maybe that's why you don't get the family reunion thing like, maybe. you can't remember it at all so then if you're going up to a bar and you don't remember someone at all from True. Albany then you're not going to be like oh how have you been nobody mm. can remember man or even too it might just be a I just didn't know what that was supposed to look like, a family reunion. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. We're getting deep already. <sighs> <laughs> no, the thing I love about Jolton, though, is that um, everyone knows everyone. Like, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, There's 40,000 people in that, George, in that city. We've been talking about this for 10 minutes. <laughs> I know, but we're talking about Albany, so I wanted to like yeah. go back to Geraldton because of how good it is. Nah, like, I agree. I the, agree. Um, the events you hold, Sponsored by like, Geraldton. even, the, so the one we filmed sure. last year, um, we like remembered a lot of the people. Yeah. True. It's like we're starting to remember people now in Geraldton as well. I've always like, as a kid, I always wanted to grow up in like a town like that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's like, there's truth to like, it takes a whole village to raise a child. You ever heard that sound? Like I was, what? I like, you said he raised a child. Oh no, raise, <laughs> like raised. bring up a child. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. And then, so I think, I think Yero kind of acts like that. Cause mm. like, as soon as you start getting 
too out of line there's mm. more than just your parents and three friends that are going to pull you in like you yeah, get yeah. pulled in by a lot more people around it so yeah no it's a beautiful place it's a beautiful place just got number two tourist destination in wa really so, damn just won the award silver medal we'll take it <laughs> big up gerald yeah was that because of army event probably ah look i'm not gonna say we had anything to do with it but I was going there a few more times a year than I would have been without Barmy events. True. So did you get a lot of Perth people tracking up for it? Ah, uh, yeah. We actually get like, it's funny. Most of our ticket purchases, like we get um, like the sort of details up post event, like see where all the like buyers come from. It was like fifty six percent of them were purchased in Perth. Oh wow! Damn. Or was that That's maybe was majority. it like actual location, or was it like maybe because they've just put their location as Perth, Australia? Uh in the account Man, well, that's a good question it could be it could be straight data but also like with Jero there's a lot of people that move to Perth like especially for mm, university true. so like every year you'll probably get a hundred people and so it's like the beautiful thing about when you do move to Perth from Jero you still get like if you go to a music festival and you bump into someone from Jero there's always like a group of 30 people from yeah. Jero that have, didn't come together but it just bumped into each other and then it's just like a home base. So you bump in on a night out and it's like you might not the have been group. Yeah, you might not have been that even spoke to them if you're mm. actually in town still. But the fact that you're both from Jero look familiar, like you go up to them and like have a yarn and so like it's actually it's actually really sick. That's sick. Solid it's like community though. kind of when you bump into someone from high school who you haven't seen in a while and you see them on a night out. Yeah. You wouldn't talk to them in high school, but then you just have like the most deep conversation out of nowhere and you're like Yeah. Stigma in Why high did we school? do this in high school? Yeah. <laughs> what, what a bunch of wasted time. Oh, literally, yeah. Did you, do you bump into a lot of friends and enemies at your events? Um, huh. I wouldn't say I have any enemies, but I bump into a lot of friends for sure. I did have at our Exhibit A event at the Merchison Tavern that they have there. They've got like, this really cool like outside deck. And then so we have the DJ on the back wall. And it's like kind of like a bird. It's oh, I call it a bird cage because it's like a steel frame around it, and it's got like these cages with rocks in it. But it's not like fully enclosed. Like people could easily just jump oh, over. Okay, yeah. So we have this stage along the back, and they've got like this big white art gallery behind it, and that was all lit up with colours. It's cool. But um, that sounds insane. Yeah, it was actually it was actually really really sick. But one of our worst events in terms of personnel wise. Oh, no. um, so I was on the door and we were doing like wristbands and it was like, it was $20 entry. Like I thought that was pretty reasonable price. Mm. Um, and then I had like three guys just like walk straight past and I was like, Oi, hold up. Like if you got a wristband, just kept walking. I was like, all right, security guard, like go grab those guys. Nothing really came on. It kind of came about like security. I couldn't like, it was kind of packed in there. They couldn't really get them. So then yeah. they walked back through the door. And then try to come back again. And I was like, oh, like, you know, have you got a ticket? No. Nah. And then, whack, got punched. Whoa. Yeah, I know, crazy. In the middle of the venue. It was sick. Um, so, like, <laughs> what? so I tapped the security card. I was like, yeah, hey, mate, like, this dude's just punched me, like, kick him out. But then, so because, like, between the art gallery and the deck where we had the deck set up, like, with a DJ playing, um, <laughs> They were like, there was like two blokes out the front, like walking around the side, like, and we were, Cal and I were like mixing, like playing, and they were like screaming out, I was like, fuck you, like, so come out here, we're gonna like bash you, wait till you get out the door, fucking, <laughs> like, it was crazy, like, so we're packing down, like, and they were out there for about an hour and a half, like, going psycho, the cops came, 
like Whoa. we ended up packing down we had to sit like the security guards wouldn't let us leave and the cops like came in and were like trying to take statements and shit and we're like so one dude had a pool pool ball and he was like shaping up to the cops out on the road like what yeah got actually yeah that got stupid jesus, jesus. do you know the guy uh i'm familiar well with you the do guy. know yeah. Him. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah yeah but like did you before uh not well no mm. not not very well damn so do you think he knew of you as well it's a good question yeah how do you just... I feel like, egotistically, I'd say probably. probably he was yeah. like, he came to my event. Yeah. <laughs> came so, to your event and like, tried to fuck your shit up? Yeah. That would have been a bit smashed though, as that well. That would probably, yeah. I don't know. That would be mm. wide, for mm. sure. Um, but... You do get people like that, that just like, drink and then just so aggressive. Yeah. I like to think it wasn't a personal attack on me. Mm. I don't... Mm. I haven't done anything, like, that I'd sit there and be like, yeah, somebody like... Could probably want to punch my head uh, in yeah, for that. Fair enough, actually. Yeah. Stay. <laughs> no. You know what? Yeah, I'm in the wrong. I yeah, my bad, bud. Did you see him turn up at any other events since then? Ah, uh, no. So the mate he was with had tickets to our next event the week of, like the next weekend, um, and we just refunded those, uh, and we like. So you got, you got their names, and you just like. Yeah, yeah, just refunded it. I just like made sure they didn't buy tickets, and if they did, then like yeah, so refunded them. Um, and then, like, the Sunday they put up on their story on Instagram, like, fuck Barmy events and shit. Like, what? it was so funny. Oh, my um, God. And then, yeah. Actually, the haters. Dude, yeah. Yeah, bro. And then, so, like. <laughs> on I, an ev- just an event. So, then, yeah. On the you Tuesday. The like, on the Tuesday, I refunded the tickets. Um, and then I got a message and it was like, hey, like, what's this about? And it was just like, I think I said something along the lines, like, don't tolerate antisocial behavior. Yeah. And, like, a few yeah, state should. security venues and stakeholders and shit don't really want that at the event so and that was a huge event by the way that's so lame oh that wasn't that so lame ah right but that was but that a. was an insane let's talk about that so lame so we yeah. filmed that so lame and we got to see you again reunite yeah <laughs> it was good it was good to have you boys back it had been what it'd been a, about a, a year decent almost time. almost a year no. eight months yeah, n- not a year because we haven't even been running for it a year. It was July. What? So yeah, it was July last year. last year we did yeah. it. We haven't been running for a year? Not yet. No. Not like properly. Crazy. What? <laughs> Crazy. Well, how old is Barmy Events? Uh, we did our first event in 2021 on... Okay. Like with our launch party, it was a silent mm. disco. We do a silent disco, silent night every year in Jero on the rooftop mm. bar. Nice. Um, yeah, it's sick. Great. <laughs> it's like the rooftop, it's like a deck. And then so we get like 175 people up there with the stage and they're like jumping to the music and the whole thing is like wobbling. Like, like it's hell funny. You get like, I was standing off to the side, just like kind of like embracing the event, like watching what's come together. And then I just get like all these like people like coming out and be like, bro, like the full, the floor, it's going to fall through. Like, like you're, <laughs> you're on too many drugs. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, sure enough, I decided, I was like, ah, well, I'll go like walk into the middle of the crowd. And then I was like, yeah, look, they might have a point. Like, <laughs> actually, like the whole thing is like wobbling. It's crazy. What Can is you it? Imagine then? the publicity so from that. Is there any like concrete underneath it? Or anything or is it just like uh no it's like built on top of a like a car park like a concrete car park. Oh, okay, so it's got yeah. like a concrete base and it's like next to a hotel right um so i'd say there'd be concrete underneath it i don't know but that'd be a pretty solid like a little bit base. further underneath it probably yeah it's yeah. probably a little bit above the concrete so mm. concrete probably 
Yeah, I d- if the concrete yeah, was wobbling. No, I don't think the concrete was <laughs> wobbling. Like, That's a lot of people. Like, yeah. What am I on? Uh, <laughs> nah, it's next to like a big hotel. Like, I'm sure it's fine. No, the, I feel like I'm sure. it's a perfect place to set up a business like that in Geraldton because uh, we were talking in just the previous episode uh, about like the saturation of the market mm. here. You know, it's like you run an event often and people get, you know, there's too many options. So it's like, wow, to go to this event you know yeah, yeah, one yeah time. for sure is there any other events like that that pop up like who's your competition um i mean like there are pr- not necessarily in like field that we're in i think like we definitely target more of the i mean the 18 to the 30 year old market um 65 30 productions um and events they do some really really cool stuff uh really into like their rock artists and bands mm-hmm. they help put on all of our balmy events they supply the production the mm. lighting everything for that um sweet orange uh productions in jero as well do uh valley groove which actually side note shigans might be on the lineup Ooh. hot damn hot damn <laughs> hot diggity dog so uh that's a three-day camping festival in nakara which is um insane Damn. like the Nuts. most beautiful farm what? like That's multiple insane. stages last year i had a trailer stage like moving they've got like what? so like in the mornings Damn. i have like yoga and like zumba and then i've got like painting and like, like pizzas oh my got, like, god like a massive bonfire and it's sick it's so sick is um, it um caravans that set up stages uh i don't think it's caravans but it's like a big flatbed like trailer and they built like a thing on it because um yeah. we've we met one guy and um he goes to them sort of festivals and like he he does Tomorrowland, not Tomorrowland, really? um, Burning Man. Sorry, he brings yeah, his caravan right. into like the middle of nowhere, and he'll deck the caravan out to look like a stage. Like last time, he had a forklift behind him with yeah. a UFO attached. In the DJ was in the UFO and it was going up yeah, and down. Yeah, telling us about. And there was lights all around it. That's sick. He's That's nuts. Sick. That's what I was thinking. Like I think he might. I swear he's done. He's toured around Australia doing yeah. this sort of thing. So yeah, cool. Well, he like, might have done something like that. Yeah, Sweet Orange uh, supplied like for like sets on the beach. Do you remember sets on the beach? And they've done like a bit with I think it was either Wine Machine or Grapevine. I think they did production for one of those two as well. Like, um, and so they do a lot more like decorative sort of stuff. Like mm. they've got like this really sick like boat bar that works as like a DJ booth as That's well. It's like a sick. boat, and they've got like another boat and like packs like palm trees and yeah. like bamboo and archways and like pallet furniture and stuff like really really sick so there, there are some people like making some moves and doing some really really cool stuff in jero it's definitely starting to pop off that's sick Good. it's all about social media and how you document it now though isn't it facts and that's why we bring in the professionals the big dogs yeah the snags yeah because we were talking earlier and um we were just saying how valuable like social media is now like I feel like to do well in a business nowadays, like you almost have to just oh, keep branching out nonstop. Like, newspaper ads used to be the thing, but it's mm. like I see newspapers less than I see UFOs. You know what I mean? What yeah. UFOs? Though, I feel like Geraldton's the kind of place where you would get like visits. Definitely. Not, are you cold, by the way? Oh, I'm freezing yeah, right I can now. Tell. I'm fucking shaking. Dude. I did not expect it to get. This do you want a blanket? Here. Yeah. So we were talking about um. Just before you were going over what Smiley's up to now. Um, and it sounds like he's obviously making a lot of sacrifices for this kind of like hustle that he's on. So what what are those sacrifices been like for you? You know, like in terms of friends and family and stuff? 
Um, that's an interesting question. Uh, I feel like, yeah, definitely. I try, like, you have to sacrifice, obviously. And I feel like with with friends, you see it a little bit more. With events and DJing, you work the weekends. Um, so, like, working, like, missing out on doing, it, like, a few things or, like, uh, if you're, like, traveling away. Um, it is it is like a little bit hard, especially like when they're still doing like the Monday to Friday sort of thing, and that's like their time off. And then my time off is, I mean, it's not time off. Like I'm working during the week, but like I work from home, I work for myself, so I do have like a lot of time to, I don't know, fill my cups with the things that like I don't know, like go rock climbing or go see a man grabbing a coffee or like mm. um, making music. Like I've got a lot of time to fill my fill my cups up, so I don't necessarily feel like I've sacrificed too much like maybe like having a weekly paycheck like that's a thing like it's like waiting between invoices and like it might be like a month between gigs Mm. um but yeah no i feel like that's probably the only real thing i feel like i have sacrificed which i don't know if that's a bad thing or not but i suppose it's that consistency yeah but no that's i suppose a lot of the people we talk to about you know that have had to make a lot of sacrifices is because while they're doing their like career that they want to pursue they're still working full-time to pay rent and stuff yeah so then it's just no time whatsoever for anything else yeah and i think like and my biggest thing is i think the whole like working full-time is like it's it's so shit yeah oh yeah it's a bullshit way (laughs) to live your life like yeah i think i worked when i left school i worked full-time for two years and then when i moved to perth like i started uni um and i was working casually and I just realized, I was like, I'm about to finish uni and just get pushed into a job for mm. 60 hours a week. Like, mm. what am I doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, just that'll, the go, that'll be your life log. until like you're old and can no longer enjoy life. See, I, I hate that yeah. concept. I knew like in high school, I was like, oh, I do not want to work for someone scam, for my life. Honestly. It's like, such a scam. Like... You, you're kind of becoming a slave in some sort of way. Yeah, that's it. Race. And that's like so many people race, just yeah. don't even question it. They're like, oh, well, everyone has to it. do it. So. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with it. So you and just tolerate it. Everyone's just like, yeah, there's a huge, especially like I feel like like my parents and like their parents before them like get going through like the Great Depression, like go where the money is, like mm-hmm. go yeah. like make sure like you've got a consistent job and stuff. Whereas like, like I'm not, earning mega bucks right now but like i'm doing like a lot of cool shit and like everything that i'm doing to make money is like coinciding with what i like love doing so like makes you happy yeah in a lot of ways like like i'm i'm extremely wealthy with time i'm extremely wealthy with like being able to do the things i love and like my friends and like my support system my network and like the money would just come you know like just Mm. keep applying like consistently you can always make more money somehow Mm. It's like if you but if you put your money into a passion and it goes well, then you can just yeah. It's like um, would you rather wake up going to the job that you love or wake up to the job that you hate and get paid more? It could yeah. be either one, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's like well, with the whole sacrifices thing, it's like would you rather wake up to the job that you love or to the person you love? Whoa bringing that one oh uh, yeah see that's crazy isn't it that whole love concept i think oh okay um i mean like the person you love and like then what like and you're gonna sacrifice the job that you love mm. or like what you love doing every day and then so over time because you've had to sacrifice that you start getting like 
wow, I've just thrown away what I really love doing for this person and for what? It's all about having a balance though. Yeah, it's having a balance. But like for the person that you love, they should be able to support you doing what you love. Exactly like, right. They shouldn't have That's, to be a pick and choose, you know? Exactly like, right, mm. yeah. Because no matter what, even if they make you happier than you've ever like, than anything, like that resentment will build. Because you'll yeah, think, what be if, doubts, you know? what if I tried? It's yeah. like, say like any one of us just drop out a sizzle for their partner, the other two thrive and you're just there like, Working your nine to five job. And then every time you come home and the kitchen's a little bit dirty or whatever, you're like, man. Man. And it's the little things that'll build up on that. It's like, wow, like I've just sacrificed all this that I love. And then like she'll be doing something that she loves and she's passionate about. And you'd be like, why don't I I get to do that? You know? It's 100% about having a very supportive partner. Yeah. I think it goes both ways. I'm not saying like there's got to be like a... Like one or the other, like mm. both can do what they're passionate about. Both I think put in hundred percent. I think, uh, yeah, if you're trying to stop someone doing what they're passionate about, it's just toxic. Exactly right. right. And like being like 22 years old, I feel like you got to take like a lot of risk. You know, you got to like if you don't try to do it like you want to do now for like the rest of your life, then like when will you ever get that opportunity? But there is no rush. I mean, I mean we're all similar age, but like. We're so young, and to start so, so early is good. Because you yeah, see people like that. reach like this kind of level in like terms of your success and like your, you know, your company, your events company. It's like people will start that later when they've kind of figured themselves out. Mm. But if you jump into it, you might not know much about life in general. But like if you just jump into something and you start it young and it happens to work and it does, it's beautiful. Man, that's a hundred percent. Like when I. Like when I moved to Perth, like I was at uni and like I was working um, casually at the breakwater and it got to the point of the year I was like, right, like I want to find some gigs. I want to start DJing around. I was just like cold calling like people. Mm. I was like in the room, it was like uh, Bailey Chalmers, uh, like Perth DJs, called him and he was like, yeah, man, like I'll give you some gigs, send us a mix. Um, So I started playing for him and then like... Uh, Sky Doyle uh, in the event like got set up started playing some gigs with oh, him yeah. um, and then I quit my job with the breakwater I dropped out of uni and at this point I owed my mate like 200 bucks I can't even remember what it was for uh, probably beers to be honest um, and then so like he pulled me aside he's like hey mate like I don't think you should have like quit your job at the breakwater like I don't think you should have um, like given that up like it's good weekly income sort of thing but like in my head, I was like, well, if I want to start DJing, I can't be working Friday, Saturday nights mm, at the break quarter. Exactly you know? right, because that's um, the busiest times. It's yeah. like that scary jump. Yeah, and it was it was scary for a bit, but like I had like three gigs locked in for the next month, um, and then that's I was good. like had a couple more like coming that way, mm. and then was like looking at starting Barmy events in that December. So like I took the jump, I, I paid him back his money, and I smiled and I said, sorry, I should have listened. Um, but no, nah, it was like, he was only trying to look out for me to yeah. be fair. But yeah, so you do have to just take that jump. I think like I probably wasn't in the position to do it. Um, yeah. but I'm pretty stubborn and I was sick of working. So determined. We haven't, determined. um, actually talked, yeah, we that. haven't really talked about, um, your DJing career, mainly about your events. So how did you get into DJing? Um, well, Smiley, funnily enough, uh, started like mixing and DJing when we were living in Jero. Um, and then, I don't know, I feel like I was just like always going like, oh man, it's just so sick. Like, 
just being a DJ would be so cool. Like I always wanted to play an instrument as well. Where I, could, mm. I could like easiest <laughs> instrument ever. It's the easiest. <laughs> it is. If anyone's ever thought about being a DJ, just do it. Like seriously, the easiest. Don't it's really hard. More work. No, it's the easiest thing to learn. Like it is. And then, easy like, to learn. I think hard to master though. Hard to yeah, master. Of course. Like, but like you can get good enough to play a house party in a month. I feel like, yeah, because it's so easy to just do it and then it's so many people just sit at that level. Like, it's so mm. easy to get away with making mistakes. Yeah. That, like, yeah, there there is that clear difference between someone that DJs and a DJ. Yeah, yeah. we look at, like, James Hype and how, like, yeah. he mixes compared yeah. to, like, somebody in Perth will, like, mix. Mm. Like, there's, it's just, it's Mental. daylight difference. Um, but, but, yeah. So there I, is some amazing DJs. I think in like this sort of age range from like early twenties to thirty, mm. so much potential that's going to come up in Perth. And I mean, the younger you start, yeah. the better you get. Yeah, By exactly the time right. You're still young. I mean, the first Barmy events we filmed, there was a lot of kind of like eighteen-year-olds, nineteen-year-olds mm. wanting to DJ. So mm. it's like, Perth and Geraldton are all kind of coming up in the DJ scene. Yeah, yeah well, I've man, I've noticed a massive shift in like the amount of DJs even in Gero. Like, mm. I mean, when we did our first silent disco, uh, I think I had to ring, like it was me, Cal. Uh, I don't think the fridge came that one. That was year two, but um, we had like, oh, who was on that lineup? Man, I was struggling to get like people to play like i was mm. getting people like playing double double slots like there wasn't enough djs to fill three um sign discos yeah. like for four hours like because i wanted to like change the roster like i didn't want the same guys playing the whole time um but now like you can like i could fill a lineup like pretty easily like mm. so many like guys are coming up and like playing like the Geraldton hotel down there usually has a dj yeah. like friday or saturday nights um, so heaps of guys like come up through there and the Freemasons hotel is now doing free or after dark. So mm. that's pretty sick. Do you think that's also due to your name growing that they know it's actually worth performing at? Uh, probably not, no? <laughs> to be fair. Uh, nah, I don't think so. I, I mean, everyone like is always like known a DJ and there's like, I just feel like. DJing itself is like growing as a whole. Like mm. I feel like it's becoming a more True. and more popular thing for people to do. And it's, it's like just so enjoyable. And so know? it's a lot easier like now. Like you look at like DDJ four hundreds, like which everyone will start out on, like yep. pretty much. Um, <laughs> so you can pick them up for like four hundred dollars, um, and then you just mix with a laptop. You know, like that's mm. it's so easier. It's like DJing like when there was like records or like oh, CDs. Yeah. True, like yeah. it's hard to like now. That's super like digital and like. There's it's easy of, access. Yeah, it's easy access. So I feel like there's just like a natural sort of like exponential growth in that. That's the thing too. Like people today are so addicted to like short bursts of like dopamine that it's like, you, that's what you get constantly when you're DJing, I feel like. As yeah. soon as you transition just it. It's an right, hour like, of doing something that people praise yeah, or like look up true. to because you're like the center Not of attention. Not only the mixing, kind of but also, yeah, the attention. Mm. And then, you know, it's like it's, scrolling on TikTok. It's, it's, it's just a bit constant. of an ego thing at points. But have you noticed as well that um djing is getting easier and easier it could come to mm. the point where there are no djs i mean that'll be very soon where it's like, well, ai the way it's ai is going, going it's mental but there I'm would be no creativity no creativity spotify or uh, already has like a crossfade option like yeah that's for any like if you're playing like 80s music or like indie rock 
like say you're playing like a wedding or like a private birthday like when you're mixing that like you could try and get like really creative with your cue buttons and your hot cues and like yeah. effects and stuff or you just sort of cross faded fade it at the end like yeah. you bring the start of the track in because like and that's literally all djn is mm-hmm. and anybody that's like sits here and tries to like gatekeepers like no like it's not that easy like it is it's seriously it's that easy <laughs> coming from a dj yourself yeah like, i mean he's confident in his craft then like yourself. it's not like like i'd say like i'm a, i'm a good dj like i'm not yeah. a great dj but like what i've done with my skill set mm. compared to like smiley and his skill set like smiley rips the decks man <laughs> like <laughs> I always like joke that he's my Jedi master because he's just like always <laughs> feeding me like the Obi Wan man. That's facts. That's facts on God. Um, <laughs> Obi Smiley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Smiley. Oh, but he goes smiley. like when I was like learning to DJ and stuff, I was like I'd be asking him questions, showing me how to do this. He's like, man, it's, it's just an instrument. You got to learn how to play it. And he like he thought he was like the wisest guy ever. Um, so did I. To be fair. I mean, it would probably feel good being able to teach someone now that you've mm. now learned. It's just a new thing that's going to happen. Mm, yeah, facts. I've been trying to teach my roommates, but they just yeah. don't have the commitment. Mm. Um, also, it like, takes like a knowledge of music structure as well. I mean, you've got to have to an like, interest in it as well. You yeah. can't just yeah. be like, I want to teach you yeah. how to teach you. They're going to be like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And it like, depends what type of music you listen to as well. Like Heaps of like, hip-hop artists could like DJ, but like they don't want to like play like electronic like and dance yeah. music, you know, whereas I'm a really big house fan, so... Like, that's the sort of stuff I enjoy listening to as well. Have you heard any of um, Kanye's house tracks? Wait, well, when did he do that? He hasn't actually released any, but there's lots of videos of him, like, playing, like, producing music on stage on his little, little oh. keyboard to a whole church oh, playing house wait, music. hold up, and it's like... Hold on, hold on. Evil, yeah, it's like... That's all you got church. Oh, it's mental. Nope. He, you yeah, that one? He yeah. needs to, like, make a house album. He is fantastic at it. Right. Well, that's the way it's going. Like, Drake's, like, uh, what is it? Honestly, Nevermind. Was that? Yeah. That was, that's, that's, like, that's pretty that was one of my favorite albums And then, like, well. even, like, Beyonce's last album was, like, Juice used, like, all, like, house artists and EDM artists from around the world. Like, yeah. Diplo was on that shit. Um, no shit. And so, like, yeah. I mean, EDM and, like, dance music has become, like, mainstream, which is, like, really, really sick. Coming back. Yeah, I mean, you look at, like, the top performing artists. Like, even The weekend's latest track was very kind of, like, 90s techno vibes. So, yeah. It's where it's going. It's the direction of people want more more excitement while listening to something. It's the dopamine, man. Like, like when have you, you noticed you job. don't really listen, you don't really get a lot of people listening to jazz anymore, do you? Uh, I love my jazz though. Yeah, I'm 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 a little bit into my jazz. I hey, love like my jazz. funky jazz is like, because like I'm really into like disco and like funk house as well. So like, yeah, um, people like Purple Disco Machine, oh, killer, oh, killer man, he's so good. Um, so like like jazz is like a lot of like roots of those bass lines and stuff. Like you can definitely juice those up. They're so good. Yeah. Have you tried like a house slash jazz remix? No, I'm currently working on a Japanese pop remix, oh, but so damn. yeah, I'm sampling a track damn. from the sixties. Um, Have you heard damn. Japanese reggae? No. Japanese reggae is no. Should we play some? That's the second time you pulled I've it up pulled on, it the up podcast. Twice on the podcast. It's actually no. Yeah. I'm curious. I've never heard this Japanese yeah, reggae. Give me some ja- Japanese reggae.
Put me on a beach. What, so what makes it reggae though? This sounds more like jazz. It's like the guitar. It sounds like bass. Yeah. Exactly. I'd call this Japanese honky tonk. Yeah, like you just kind of like want to like bop your head. That was Japanese reggae. Japanese reggae, That's man. That's only a little touch to it. <laughs> I might have to like add it to the playlist. Like I'm a bit, of, I'm a bit of a fan. I like like indie rock. Um, there's like a really cool band, Coastal Tang, play. Uh, they're local to Perth. Um, they played our first That's So Lone, and they've got like they've got like a pretty cool like psychedelic sort of like like Fuck yeah. indie rock sort of sound. Um, they're like Tame Impala, kind of. Ooh, not not that psychedelic. No, probably more like, you know, like. Ocean Alley, mm. like yeah, oh, they got, yeah. got that, yeah. like, that so like, that wow, like, sort of like that yeah, kind of yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, you go into a studio, that's how people just go, right, play this, wow, 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 and they'll do it. Facts. Yeah, um, I actually got to see Ocean Alley at GTM. It was pretty insane. Got to go on stage. It was nuts. Oh, you were filming that, hey. So I filmed Blake, Blake three people on the Moontown stage, which is basically like the Perth local artist kind of thing. Yeah. Like the, there was two big stages and then there was like the smaller one. It was super sick. I was like, fuck. First like festival kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, we That's had, big. We had Wine Machine, but that wasn't, that was more fashion thrift. Um, so yeah, Blake filmed and I set up the bar. Yeah. Okay. And basically what came with the bar was triple A passes. So I was on stage for Lude, Ocean Alley, and Hilltop Hoods. It was nuts. Yeah, nuts. Insane. Hilltop Hoods too. They're they're kind of everywhere. They the actually moment. kicked really? us off stage because they have like, <laughs> yeah, they, oh bro, rules are like that. Hey, they have a like um like a big security team constantly. Yeah. So like they're like they're pretty big. You need to leave. <laughs> well, I'd worked with Palace J for. Um, for the love, oh, for the real? love. So I had like Duke Dumont, like Charlie yeah, XCX yeah. and shit. Like so, that was pretty sick. Um, got to go backstage for Cosmos Midnight, which was like Damn. cool as. But then so like, you know, like the pit, like down the front of the stage, where yes. I've got like yep. the fence between the crowd and that. Um, basically, we were down there for Charlie XCX. She kicked us out. <laughs> kicked us out. Nobody backstage. Nobody in the pit. And then like Duke Dumont. Like nobody backstage, but like I was sitting in the pit for Duke Dumont, like right in front of the subs. It was the most insane, what? like live set I've oh ever my seen. Oh god! In my life. That so would have been sick. So what were you doing at for the love? Uh, I was just interning with Palace J. So um, Talisha O'Brien, shout out Jero, Jero, mm. Jero. Shout out to Jero. Yeah, again. works with Palace J. Um, and obviously like running a few events and stuff. I just reached out and I was like, hey, like I'd love to work with you if you'd have me on and so i did freedom time over new year's which is like pretty sick more of like an underground like they had like jungle house like oh, nice. like uh ningaloo records played like over midnight which is like super sick um but yeah so i've done those two events which was like pretty cool and hopefully get to do some more sick mm, nice yeah geez <laughs> have you have you ever seen smiley cry damn whoa what damn <laughs> I've just I've been caught on that because I was thinking about you know how I was saying that I just but instantly he knew he so would smiley. be smiley, yeah. But like mm. when I saw him because he's just always he's such he's like, got such radio. He's got a very yeah. iconic smile that just makes you want to smile. Yeah. So 
I can't imagine him with it upside down. Oh, look, like, because you guys go back, you go back. Yeah, right? we go, we go back like a while. Um, I suppose like being in Jerry, like when we were, like we didn't go to the same primary school or high school, but uh, like we played against each other in sports and stuff, and like had like mutual friends and just like knew each other. And then I started playing football with Brigades Footy Club, and like, oh, hanging out with actually like Eli Grant who. Like they, their houses like back to back and they got like a fence between their houses. Like, and so they grew up from like hell young, like living next door, two boys, two boys, both same age. Yeah. Um, so like met Smiley through that, like started playing footy, hanging out with him a bit more. And then he was like, so then, yeah, we just like started being buddies, started like hanging out, making some music and like DJing. Um, and yeah, we've, <laughs> I've definitely seen him cranky. Oh. Uh, I don't, Do you ever call I don't, him his like his like emotion? So like he's smiley, but grumpy, grumpy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. Angry. He like really looks at all. Uh, I've I've called him all sorts of names. So I don't know. <laughs> probably probably at some point called him grumpy, but it <laughs> it probably because he hasn't like had his sleep or he mm. wants to do like he really like when he's in the zone to do something like making music like yeah like don't bother him mm. like he's like. He's like in the zone. He's like getting shit done, you know. Like he's that yeah. sort of cat. He puts his head down. He works hard, um, and he, he parties hard as well. But mm. in due time. There you go. Photography is great, but you can definitely see the comparison between like photographers and like you know people like trying to do photography, doing videography, and videography yes. doing photography. You can see a huge Same. variety of that one. Also, there's just like, a difference personality i feel like between videographers and photographers like you see club photographers and they're just looking miserable and you know you ask for a photo they're like oh my god jack <laughs> telling her how it is george <laughs> like i always feel like when i'm at a club just to be there i need to bother the photographer to get a photo you know what i mean yeah but that's his job whereas i feel like when we're at events it's we're seeking out people and we want to take videos yeah but i suppose it's a lot more candid with videography as well yeah. though like yeah it's like i've done photography at events and like it is like it's awkward because like nobody just like looks towards the camera and like assumes you're going to take a photo really of them done. but like some people like have to ask but then other times like i'd have to like go up and be like oh like do you guys want a photo and then that's like it's like you don't want to be like too in your face as a photographer like if someone's like if you're at an event there's a photographer just going oh like smile smile like constantly like you want to be like videography it's a lot easier to just like lurk in the background not like be seen mm. as much a lot of people too don't realize that it's a video no matter how much you tell them <laughs> yeah like, can i get a photo oh, you're like oh it's a video they're like that's fine you start filming and they get like <laughs> they weirded out like, they're like oh can you like, stop oh. can you stop yeah or like <laughs> i no shit tried to explain it so hard to someone and um i was like they're like oh can we have a photo i'm like oh I, you know i can only do video they're like no i just want a photo though I'm like, oh, no, like, the camera only does video. Like, it can't take photos. <laughs> She's like, no, I just want a photo, though. I'm like, give me your phone. okay, well, I, I can't do that for you, like, with this camera. I, like, dumbed it down. I was like, this, I can't do a video for you. A photo. Sorry, no no photo for you. It's literally only video. Do you want a video? She's like, no, nah, just a photo. And I just, like, I was like. Walk away at that wow. point. I was like, oh, Sorry, and I just like walked away. Should just be yeah. like, yeah, sure. Just film a video. Yeah, literally, just like, just like pretend, pretend to take. Or just photo. take the photo and then go, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what we do now. That's all and we do. And it's kind of a new thing. People don't get it sometimes. Yeah. That you're like, oh, but when people do say yes to a video, because they're like, oh, can I have a photo? Like, oh, it's actually a video. Do you want to do a video? They're like, oh. And they're like a little shy. But yeah. if you like, you just, you learn to like talk to them about it. And you're like, oh, all you have to do is just do a quick pose. Yeah. Only like a couple, like literally half a second are going to be used like in collaboration with mm. others. And it's going to look good. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then you do it. And they're like, perfect. That's easy. And then in the edit, it's like hell awkward at the yeah. time, but a little bit. Because you're, you're doing like this like movement. Mm. With the camera, yeah. and then they're like, like oh, like. I find that people get <laughs> into then, it once they see you moving. They'll be like, kind of shy pose, and you start doing like a, a and, dolly, like, and then they're like, start dancing <laughs> with the music, yeah. yeah. And it, you know, in the edit, you usually chuck a slow mo on it or something, and yeah, then it, like looks sick when you like to the beat, to the and then they yeah. see it, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, so, yeah they, everyone loves seeing themselves on video, yeah. especially if you make them look good. Mm. That's all it is. It's like yeah. I try when I'm convincing someone, I'm like, look. You might think it's awkward. They're like, oh, you know, delete that. I'm like, nah, that was good. Like, mm. it's going to look good. Yeah, trap. I'm the not, not going to upload it if you look absolutely. The light too just makes all the features pop yeah. well, I think. You know, it's like the jawline's always nice and highlighted with the light. It's so it's damn your bright. jawline, maybe. Look at you. <laughs> God damn. Because <laughs> <laughs> we put a video light on it. Yeah. And because, um, well, people like, yeah, oh, do you want to do a video? They're like, yeah, yeah. And then we like turn the light yeah, on no, and no. it's just this bing yeah. and then they're like yeah. <laughs> like a deer in headlocks. Unless it's already on and then they like people are actually more inclined to do a video if it's on already. They're like, Oh, oh you're yeah. not you're doing a video or something. Yeah. And then they're like, right. get a video of me. So it's like Sometimes yeah. I've forgotten to explain that it's a video. They'll be like, Can I get a photo? And I'm like, Yeah and then they start walking away and I'm like, It's a video. So then I start recording and they just see the constant <laughs> light. <laughs> like, because yeah, usually it flashes. I just <laughs> yeah they're like waiting for the flash to turn off yeah and then they think so it's a photo like, still so you're still recording and yeah they're like because they're frozen <laughs> for the photo but then they're also like stunned they don't know what to do yeah. they're a bit like because <laughs> even in a club for so long it's so dark it just stuns them don't like, realize how bright it is until it's on one percent as well yeah so you don't realize until you're on the other side of the camera when like so like when we just fuck around and like these boys like filming me or like we filming each other with the light on it's like whoa and yeah. it's like actually I wonder like what bright. would happen if we turn the light on 100% in the club <laughs> <laughs> and like shine it at the roof like blinding people. it would just ruin yeah. the light text we're night. not gonna do that by the way but I'm just saying <laughs> unless test it we can test it tonight so tell us about that when you're creating an event do you look at the opportunities and then tailor it towards venues that are available dates and that sort of thing yeah i definitely there's definitely like what the opportunities are and like what opportunities present themselves um i like two big ones but i feel like i like to like once we lock in a venue then i'll sort of like or like once i have an idea of the venue that i want to play at or like turn into an event um that's when i'll start like theming it and being like what does this space sort of like what can I do with the space that's going to make the yeah what's what's the vibe like in here what's the vibrations up what sort of frequencies can we get going mm. so like the pop-up event it's like indoors it's like quite dark um and so like the stage setup was a lot more like lighting um we had like house music playing whereas like the rooftop bar is like 
we use the we go a bit earlier in the night so that we can use this like the sunset because like gorgeous view on top of the rooftop we don't really have heaps of stage lighting because there's heaps like silent disco headphones so that's like a real summary sort of like vibe whereas indoors we use like like purple reds like warm sort of lights and like try to like make it like that cozy sort of winter vibe i suppose can i ask what's the end goal what's the vision that you see by me going in um i don't have an end goal because i feel like just steps yeah, going but higher. steps steps going Infinite higher for step. sure. There's like where like, do you think you'll be like fuck i've made it like when I'm, would you be happy mm. or like call it something that you're you know this is it yeah like i'm i'm happy as fuck now like if i lost everything tomorrow and like i'd be like all right would like, you be yeah happy sick. of what you've accomplished and how far mm. you've oh no nah oh. nah like would you, like, I, oh, like satisfied I, would you I, be satisfied as a good i am like i'm ecstatic and like i'd be like and i'm so grateful for what i've done and what i've like been able to do like i haven't been employed for over a year now which is like i didn't even think that would be possible you know like a year ago so um okay like so like really grateful for that but in terms of where i want to go like touring like a touring balmy event like a festival like i want to go interstate uh like with balmy events i'd probably think about like smiling i always talked about doing like a uh, record label underneath the branch as well damn so like yeah like something like that I want to bring an international act to Jero um, that's what I really want to do like so when I do the touring festival it'll be like regional towns that don't get hit not the southwest region of WA I can definitely see Barmy being like like a seasons or like uh, a snack at the start at the moment as it's going I think it's definitely leading towards that and that will be, like, very refreshing for Geraldton, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, like, everyone, like, growing up there, like, being 18 and, well, I turned 18, like, and then especially when COVID was, like, going through, there was mm. nothing mm. Yeah, to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely nothing. Um, so it's, like, you either go to the same pub every weekend, like, and a lot of the, like, owners, like, in town don't put a lot of effort into, like, renewing and like making it exciting for people to go back to yeah. you know so like people why would you go spend 150 bucks at the pub when you could just go buy a block and sit at home with your mates get probably more entertainment because there's no rules or restrictions on how fast you can drink your piss you know um but yeah i definitely think like turning into like festival would be sick sick mm. for jero um for sure do you think that you're not satisfied because you've now gain this success that you now have bigger goals in mind that you wouldn't have thought of before so let me ask the question again if two years ago you you you're who you are now two years ago and you're looking at yourself like who you are now and it's like are you satisfied with what you've accomplished if you were thinking about who you were two years ago would you think you'd be unemployed like not working a nine-to-five or side job if two if i went and told myself when i was 20 years years old yeah um, that we would be this is what we're doing in two years time would that person back then be like oh shit we've made it nah. like you're not working a nah. like, normal like, job oh, like yeah you're right like i live like 
I live the dream in the way that like I'm not working normal job. Like I can open my laptop for a few hours a day, like work the weekends. Um, but like in terms of like if it was all done tomorrow, like I'd be grateful and appreciative of what I've done. And like I wouldn't sit there and be like, I did nothing. Yeah. But I also feel like I know what I can accomplish now. Like, yeah. like everything, like we would, we we're going to do a, a thousand person event. Um, for our first event ever. Our launch was going to be a thousand people. Like, we're going to go big. Really? And, like, luckily we didn't. Like, it yeah, would have been ridiculous. Ambitious. We would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> but, like, the reason we didn't was because we wanted to reopen the nightclub because it's, like, on a block with the Jero, which is, like, another big thing. And then they were like, yep, 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 we can reopen it all. Like, use the car park, do a block party. Um, and then they couldn't reopen the nightclub. So we ended up, like, going, all right, well, we'll just go smaller yeah um baby steps baby steps but yeah so glad glad but i've always had like big dreams i feel like i've always thought i could do anything um yeah, for lack of good. better words i mean you uh, need it in order to like yeah. have that vision keep pushing it's like back so yeah two years ago or even a year ago i would look at myself today and be like oh i've made it you know I've, you know filming clubs and getting involved with clubs in the line of work that i want to do and you know doing a podcast with people in the industry that are pretty well known like you know you're talking to a lot of people but now that i'm in this spot now my vision has changed for what i think i don't think i'm going to be able to do in the future but it's it's coming mm. and, and the thing like, is it changes be so ambitious. gradually that you never realize you're hitting those goals yeah because they just keep moving it's like you've got to put yourself in just like this little you got to look at the chart. It's like you zoom out Check of your, yeah. It's if, in, you know, you're doubting yourself at some point. So you're like, if in doubt, zoom out. Look back a year ago. Be like, wow, what have I done? 100%. And if you've been gone for four years, zoom back eight years and you're like, holy shit. Like, well, like what's crazy to me is that when I was in Jero and what I moved to Perth for originally was to go to university to study exercise mm -hmm. sport, yep. um, which is like completely different. Um, and I started running like a few like little like parties and stuff in Jero when I lived there and like DJ and house parties and stuff. And then kind of like didn't touch it for a while, like when I first moved here. Um, but if it wasn't for being around, like cause Geraldton, there's not a huge music scene. That's kind of like what we're working on right now is building that up. Like yep. we got a few like really talented bands there as well. There's not a massive like musical sort of like environment there. Like to be a DJ when I was 18, there was like, one bloke that would like do the pub like every second week you know like mm. there wasn't heaps of crew doing it and so that scene wasn't really there and so without moving to perth like i never really got to like i was always like sports minded because small town play sports go to university like that's where i was at but then coming here meeting people like in the industry in the network like networking like and having those same people that same froth like that same like sort of like drive to get going um and like do cool shit it's like it's sick like there's a lot more like support make it work make here. it happen with like-minded yeah. people that's yeah. the funny thing that's too because well if like we hadn't met blake i don't think we'd be doing videography because me and george were kind of banding together to make like short films because mm. we were like writing and wanting I to direct and then Saying he that was though, like our yeah, editor mm. and yeah it wasn't until we got him on a shoot 
and we were talking about making a company, the three of us, like a film one. And then Blake was like, but boys, how are we going to make money? Yeah. And it was we were like, ooh. Yeah. It, it, like, it, I hate to say, it was a, m- a money thing that we were thinking about at the start, but... Because it's like, how can we turn this we wouldn't love have had it how, you make a, how you make a film make money, you have to spend a lot on production. Exactly. And yeah. then you have to, in order to win, it's like, well, get money from a short film as the owner of the short film. You have to either win a prize or it goes onto television or Netflix yeah. or something, and it's like that's that's distance away. Yeah, the best thing is those, and you can always tackle that later mm-hmm. as well. Like you're 21 years old, it's like your perfect time. That's so like I mean, run around, that's figure out a camera, figure out your software, like yeah. practice, meet new people, meet crew mm. in the industry, and like start filming a doco about yourselves. We like, like seriously, we like we why, started why, why at Barmy Nights actually. True. We started and we did it once. Bro. We started filming. Yeah, you, we did You too. watch Kanye's documentary? Yeah, nuts. Not yet, no. Bro, it's the, watch his documentary. One of the best documentaries like, I've ever seen. At the seen. start, he's getting this guy, starts following him around with a camera. Yeah. He wants to make a documentary on Kanye West. Before Kanye West was even being, like, he was just a producer. Or, like, the record label was like, mate, you're a producer. Like, we don't want to hear your raps. Before he got big, this dude was like, Kanye was like, nah, I'm going to make a documentary about me. And then so when he releases that footage... 25 years later however long it was how boss is that footage yeah. you guys literally have the arsenal to just start filming a doco well so you may as, you may we basically well. record everything exactly get a big old hard drive we got two of them get one more <laughs> we've met some people that i've been like oh i feel like if we follow this person it'd be a similar sort of thing like astron i think if we were to follow him everywhere that's yeah, gonna pay man. back oh, he's, Who very, is he's talented his name is daniel his name is daniel astron shout out <laughs> he's a, yeah so he's a producer yeah. he makes music and dude so we film it used to film at his club this event called cheek and he would just be kind of chilling upstairs and just making tunes and what like, upstairs yeah just in, in, cheek. in the office there's oh, like an office okay. upstairs so it's like the whole yeah. building itself yeah there's i was like that's the worst place to be yeah. Yeah. and then yeah he's <laughs> so in an right. office on a computer like sound system it's like it, like soundproof room yeah and yeah right he's just vibing making music he's like boys come on because so we met him when he came down to the because he was managing yeah. the venue mm. of the club yeah okay so you know he's like oh boys you know because we're video and then we're like mate and he comes he's like come up you know and we just the first time i'm in there i'm like it and is like the all the setup. tunes are bangers good like and it, they're just unreleased and my marketing mind i'm like dude you need to fucking put this shit out and get it done mm. like get it out and he's like no Facts. you know like 200 300 unreleased good songs Bro. yeah he'll, he'll do this thing whenever you come up there he'll you give him a suggestion he sets a timer for 20 minutes like, at the end yeah. of that time he's got like a full remix a final song ready remix for you. of like a, and it's like Butzer. While he's jumping yeah. between playing Apex Legends, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's kind of like he's, oh my god, maybe mental. It's good, crazy. and you're just sitting in the room watching him do it, sleep deprived, like listening to like yeah. heavy hard. After spending like it's five like, hours it's filming like what, te- techno, what, uh, techno, electronic, electronic house, music, DMB, electronic like, DMB, I'd say, insane. And the sweetest setup, like those 2000s hackers rooms where you'd see in those movies, they like got all the lights and they're just hacking one. Like in the zone. blasting, yeah, because like everything's dark. Couches around the only too. Thing you can focus on. It's like the curve. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like around. the little dim rainbow lights. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he. It's like yeah, people like that. Yeah, you find them, like you, you're able to make mates with them because they're not Blessings, big, man. and then you know you can collaborate together. Man, I feel like that about Will Reynolds, who you boys met at that's a line. Um, 
freestyler. Oh, the rapper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. bro. So this guy, um, he's good. The yeah. next day, like, or it's like an no, sorry, story. the next weekend on the Sunday. Yeah, no shit. I got him to come around. Um, he brought his guitar with him. He played me oh, like. So you like. Yeah, like I met up with him met after up. this. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> That's like I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, like, I'm going to post this video on Barmy. Like, is that all good? He's like, yeah, man, like I don't even have an Instagram. Like, so mm. I was like, yeah, okay. We about so it. then he made, like, he made an Instagram after I posted it and it got like 2,000 plays in the first day. Awesome. I posted it. It was crazy. I sent it to him. He's like, man, no way. That's like hectic. Um, and then so, yeah, met up. He come around on Sunday. And he was just playing his guitar and singing and like spitting bars oh, like while shit. I was having a mix and stuff. Man, he's crazy talented. Smiley's producing him a track right now. Fuck um, That's it. Yeah, so like next weekend, like he's going to come down here and we're going to like get in the lab and we're going like, to record his vocals and stuff, get it like all sort of like nice and schmick. And we've got their first, the first footage of yeah. it. Dude, that's the doco. And this is the do you know who was beatboxing? Diet. Only the lead singer of South Summit. <laughs> yeah, bro. The lead, yeah, the lead singer of South Summit. He walked Damn. off. Was um, beatboxing he walked for off. an and then, unknown. What's his name? Reynolds? Will Reynolds. Will Reynolds. He goes by Just Will. Just Will. He, um, so the lead singer of South Summit walked away and Will was like, oh, who was that guy? Like, oh, he's like the lead singer of the band that closed <laughs> That So Late. And he's like, Oh, real? He's like, no oh, way. No way. And he, like, and he runs, just went yeah. straight back to like, oh yeah, he chased after him. He ran he? after him. He was like, man, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then, man, yeah, the a, Will. the Will, coolest guy. He's fucking sick. And then the Will Will guys, the guys that Will Will were with, they thought we were part of the bands as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? They got it. They were like, can we get a photo with the band? And then Isaiah like grabbed us. He was like, yeah, I got a photo yeah. with us. Yeah. So basically Will didn't come until like, he wasn't actually with the group. He the was group kind of just came over the and they saw, I think they saw Isaiah. They were like, oh, you know, like, are you guys the singers? And yeah. then before we could say, no, we're just videographers, Isaiah was like, yeah, we all perform. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Isaiah's yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll comes over and then, you yeah. know, we yeah. start chatting. We'll, and, and then, bang, freestyle. Bang. So if That's you haven't it. seen that yet, go check that out on Barmy Events. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we, yeah, roll the clip. It's roll the, the funniest clip. clip. Roll it. Roll it. Um, Future Jack, roll it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Should we wrap it up? I think? Yeah, that's something that I've been wanting to ask you, though. Um, with Last question. Obviously, your main, well, I don't know if it's your main, but a lot of events you've held in Geraldton, you know, in a town where you know a lot of people, everyone knows everyone kind of thing. What's the ego been like with that? You know, mm. does it make you feel like, it, has there been a problem with the ego? Do you feel with like, You know, people from school are going to be like, oh, that was him that did that. Um, oh, to be honest with you, like when I left town, um, I was probably like, I was probably not the nicest person. Oh, okay. Um, not like that I was like a dick, but I probably just did have like an ego, you know, and I like to party and I like to carry on and. I like to be the lad's lad and hang out with the footy boys and like show off and do whatever. Um, and so like, I feel like I was actually more nervous about nobody like coming to these events because of the reputation that I thought I might've had. Um, yeah. Whereas now, I don't know, like I go back and I, like, I catch up with people and it's like, it's a new life. Everyone's sort of grown up. Um, yeah. And then especially like when you leave for years, like like, I was a kid, you know, like I was, I still am. Uh, and like everyone else was as well. So I feel like there's not a huge like ego thing with it because it's, 
it is you just know everyone you know like yeah. nobody's looking at you like oh wow you're this guy that's come from perth and now you're djing like everyone's like oh wow zade's mm. djing now like that's pretty cool do you feel that the connections you have with these people now are genuine Ooh. Oh, <laughs> boy. um that's interesting that's interesting you know i've like, had people from high school who just mm. wouldn't give a shit about me before now they're like oh you know how you going yeah like, your shit's pretty good now. and I, f- I feel like it's interesting because it's not even like like we're not like i'm not uber successful in mm. the industry that i'm in like i'm not like one just of the doing runners. something and not but i'm just like to be, yeah i remember mm. like going to the footy club like and djing a mad monday and there's like guys like talking shit and like telling me to shut up mm. and like or like and i was probably like eight hours into a set by that point so fair enough probably tell me to can it but like and taking the piss out of like when i'd be doing like gigs on a boat or something like when i was doing that they'd sort of take the piss whereas now like i go back and all i've been doing is running events and djing and making music for the last year and a half and they go oh like what are you doing i was like well this and they go oh like is that it i was like yeah oh that's it's pretty cool. I was like, yeah, I remember when you were like chipping me because I wanted to do this, you know. And like, did you confront him about it? Nah, no, I don't like, like I don't because everyone, ev- like, that's everybody, bro. Anything. They're just like, they're just human beings at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Like yeah. everybody, like if they want to do something, they feel like they can't like and see somebody else yeah. like trying to do something. They like, like just... chop at the knees. Tall poppy syndrome is a massive mm-hmm. thing here in Australia. I feel like as a nation, like, we're kind of an insecure like people. I feel like like you look like Absolutely. Americans like very confident about yep. everything they say. Almost Whereas, way like, too confident when we question it. Yeah, like it's ballsy. If you take life seriously and like you try to achieve something, I feel like it's so in our culture as Australians to go, bro. You're going way too seriously. Yeah. Like you're not that guy yet. Yeah, like, you're not that guy. Why are you trying to be that there. guy? There's only one way to get there. That's exactly right, bro. Facts. Just yeah, they kind of. I, I guess it, it because also like like obviously there's a lot of great talent that's come out of Australia but there's been also a lot of failures in Australia whereas American like most like people that you see on TV nowadays actors are all American or kind of English you don't really see Australians so it's like when you try and do something they'll kind of mock you and then when they actually see that you're progressing and doing really well that's when they could kind of go, oh, actually, he's going to mm. smash it, you know? Yeah. So it could it could be, I think, more of a genuine thing. Um, but I know, yeah, there can be a lot of clout chases. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think anyone's chasing me for clout mm. right now. Like, I'm not that it's guy. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's um, an industry where just being in it is something that people admire a lot. Like, any kind of performer role, I feel like, people... Mm. Spotlight role. Yeah, are very much, like, you'll get people that want to tag along just because they know people admire you kind of thing. You know, because it's hard not to when you're in a crowd and you're just loving the music a DJ's playing. Right? Yeah, it's so a popularity then, yeah, thing. People that want to get around it's like, oh, you because of that. I know the DJ. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm special. But there's also, like, there's, you meet a lot of DJs that are, like, I'm the DJ. Yeah. Well. yeah. And that's kind of, like... Man, just like chill just out, like, bro. Yeah, like, like yeah, someone you're the DJ, like, you're not even making the music. Like, yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, well, come on. You're the DJ. You're the DJ. Stick <laughs> up yourself. Nah, it's, but, but like, it's so easy. Just try it, you'll do it. And <laughs> right, it's so. But, like, but genuinely, like, man, it's it's hectic how many, like, guys have a have that ego of being mm. like, no, I'm the DJ. Like, you can't, you can't come stand next to me behind the 
behind yeah. the decks, you know, or like telling yeah. people like piss off, like it's whatever. I'm for the people. I love the people. I like mm, I, that's it. I am there for like the energy. Smiley always oh. gets annoyed and that's only because gonna he goes, make people you don't DJ it. for the music, you DJ for the energy. <laughs> mm. And I was like, that's a lie. And he goes, people no, will match you your energy. With songs yeah. Yeah. If you make people feel involved, mm. they will respect you yeah. and then they will vibe with you more. Yeah, I suppose it's Back. like that. Have you seen that Fred again clip where he's dancing with the guy and a guy just accidentally bumps the oh, stop yeah, button and the dude. Yeah. shuts off. And he's so chill about it. And he does he's like, like oh. a nice intro back in. You yeah, know, it's like, like that just shows, yeah, you're not there to be the DJ. You're there for the energy, right. for the vibe. And, and then yeah. um, when Fred again got an award, the, he accepted it. The guy who yeah. stopped it accepted the award. Facts. What? Really? Facts, bro. Yeah. I didn't what? know that. The That's little crazy. Asian dude in the yellow shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He accepted the accepted the award. That's insane. It was yeah, insane, see, that's... Man. Oh, man. Freddie is one of the most wholesome artists so around good. right now. Like, I love, like, how he good puts, lad. like, massive captions up and, like, explains his headspace, like, where he's sitting and how he's feeling. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's a really healthy sort of, like, process for me. Using the people as therapy, you know, so they know you don't have to hide things. I think also he's Post Malone a is a very wholesome mm. artist as he well. He seems very down to earth, yeah. I know we like. I've heard a lot of stories of um him. He like parties with Elon Musk. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, but he. I feel like out of every like really really big star, like he would be the one that I'd want to chill with. Like yeah. I can't really name yeah. another big like proper famous star that I imagine would be much fun to be around. It's like um, you know, it's like you could see Post Malone coming to a house party, over like. A gig, or he'll come to a house party without any security. Like he'd yeah, feel, he would just yeah, be right. there. Like, Yo, post Malone's here, and it's you know he's not gonna have that ego. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've always true, wanted true. to play beer pong. Beer pong, with yeah. Post Malone. Yeah. I want it to. It's make, gonna happen. I want to make it. Happen. Mm. And he was kicked out of a <laughs> Perth club recently. Did you hear that? Because of his really? face tats, I didn't let him. Oh, in. actually, yeah, I did yeah. hear that. Butterfly? I did hear that. Yeah. Maybe that's crazy. Yeah, disrespect. But it's mate. Oi, well, oi. We want to get an international act to Jero and we want to play beer pong at a house party with Post Malone. And his name is and Post Malone. you tick a couple of those boxes, Mr. Post. Mm. So or um, make it happen, Australia. Make it happen. Barmy Events, Geraldton, like Post Malone, Malone 2025. Do this for us. 2025, Post Malone, Geraldton, Barmy Events. Let's do it. I feel like he would hell fuck with, he would hell yeah. fuck with Geraldton. Yeah, Post Malone he would. He's so, he's, yeah. Post Malone will retire in Geraldton once he visits. <laughs> I mean, Joe Rogan was talking about how good Perth yeah, was. Yeah, so, true. You know, by 2025. Right. Joe is just thing like is, all the best bits of Perth. Thing is, the traffic. would you want Perth becoming as popular mm. as other countries? I, then it'll I feel like Perth. we could use it. Oh, I feel like we'd get so many cooler things happening so if like, we were more that's of a true. tourist destination. Yeah. Like, that's true. Think about we're so far away. But so many acts just go to the East nice, Coast. But it wouldn't be as unique. If Geraldton, like 10 times the amount of people moved up to that much population, would it still be Geraldton? Because mm. it'd be so much busier. Mm, exactly you know, right. Just that's what I mean. Like like it's going to bring only more population. Yeah, so it's like the one of Sacrificing the great things cooler about things. Perth is that like the serenity, you know? Fuck, we might have to do another episode and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Ah, uh, that's, we'll be that's like, good. That's oh, been fuck, it. No, no, no. You know what? Like, I feel like you can boost somebody somewhere's, like, tourist ability without boosting its popu- population, in in a sense. In, like, if you had the center of Jero humming, 
like the same way Margaret River hums on a public holiday mm. or a long weekend. Shit, yeah. Shit, true. Because there's chair. beautiful places to be at, like when it's not popping. Mm. True. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that's true. very true. I think we should wrap true, this up. Yeah. We've we been going for a long we'll time. Yeah. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Do an episode, time do an episode yeah, in so. the future. Post Malone, hit us up. Hit my line. And Post Malone will be sitting right here. Posty. No, this in Jero. In Jero. With Post backstage. You know, just like random like Perth artists on the podcast. It's like featuring Post Malone. Featuring Post Malone. Yeah. Shigan, supported by Post Malone. It's like it's like me right now with those goals. It's like once it actually happens, because it will. Yeah, yeah, it will. Once it once it happens, it's like what next? Yeah. You just keep getting better. The funny thing is in Geraldton, you'll probably get people going to see you and be like Who's this? To post Malone. Who's post Malone? It's like, oh, I don't why know. is Chicken's yeah. opening? Yeah, that's crazy. Who is, who you know is Post? If I get, if I was to meet Post Malone, play a beer pong game with him, I think that's when I'd made it. Damn. Like, get it through really? videography. No as a way, videographer, dude. I think that's... No, as a I videographer, don't that's make it. I don't believe it. What if he rocks up here tomorrow? That's me now. And that's your career done. I don't believe but it. I feel like in order for that to happen, you have to be at such a big status that you were invited mm. to the after party. It's been a very inspirational podcast. This one's been very wholesome, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind wholesome activity, yeah. yeah. Oh. Some good vibes. Yeah, that interpersonal connection. Oh, yeah, on that note. Thank you very much no, thank for you. jumping on. Thanks for having Anything. me. Just go give us a follow on Instagram. Yeah, Zade underscore Shiggins or Barmy Events and stay up to date with what we're, what we're doing because it's going to be pretty cool. Have to come, down, come up to Geraldton. <laughs> and visit Gero for once in your yeah, life. True. Which yeah, true. Yeah, whiz, mate. Number two, it's beautiful. silver medalist tourist place in the town. It's good. Yeah. Mate. It's good. Been to, been, well, I've been multiple times, but yeah. the times I've been to Facts. work there, it's a yep. bad spot. People are great. Ah, shit, yeah. Thanks, boys. No worries. Thank Thank you. you.